What's up, boys and girls? Welcome back to one more week of Chicken Bone Alley, brought to you by SRI Performance Stock Car Steel and Aluminum, RK Motorsports Consulting with our buddy Randy Keene um, and Earl Ramey. Racing Engines, what is up, guys? I'm David. I'm Sterling. What's up, y'all? And I'm tired. Yeah, I Ain't second that. Ain't gonna lie. Ain't gonna lie. It was a, it was a long, good weekend. Up at the Carolina Sizzler at the dirt track at Charlotte. But, um, whew, them Sunday races that are two and a half hours away from the house are rough. I think I got, I think I got in bed about 1.30 this morning. Then got up and went to work at, well, I got up at five o'clock. <laughs> yeah, that's tough. It's fun. It's fun. Fun. Yeah, it was worth it, though. Oh, yeah, definitely worth it. Can't do it all the time, but it was worth it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. Had a fun weekend up uh, up there. I went, uh, <laughs> I went, I left Friday to head up to uh, Charlotte area, I guess we'll say, and I was going to stay with our buddy Randy King, and I did. He's like, man, come on up. We're going to go over to this little place around the corner from my house and, and hang out over there. It's cool. Well, then I get there, and he's like, man, do, do, do you sing karaoke or anything? You, you know, you, you don't like getting on front of people singing like that. I'm like, I own the karaoke, <laughs> Randy. Yeah. I can do this. It's the one thing I, I do, <laughs> which is funny. Still. I don't, but you do. I think you should. I think you should. I do sing. I've sang one song. You've sang with me before. Well, talking? I have. Yeah, that was that. Don't count. I was like twenty years ago. <laughs> Tequila is my favorite karaoke song. Yeah, you know what was really funny, and I thought about that because when we walked in this place, Safari Miles is was the name of it up in, uh, <laughs> and uh, but what was funny when we walked in it, that's what was playing. <laughs> really? Yeah. He thought I was there. I was somewhere. like Sterling. Is Sterling here singing karaoke? <laughs> See. <laughs> See, uh, so we sang a few and uh, and and had a had a good old time. Good man, ain't nothing wrong with that. It's definitely fun when you can get. What songs did you sing? Let's see. I sang the good old, you know, uh, Tennessee whiskey. Mm-hmm. That, that's uh, that's a go to. That's a go to. I guess I'm kind of getting tired of it though. It's, it's getting old. I mean, it's fun every now and then, but um, I sang. Let's see. I actually did four songs. Oh, <laughs> uh, there wasn't a whole lot of people singing, so I thought they would kind of be spaced out a little more. But no, nah, like as soon as I go sign up, he called me in there. Then I sang "The Ride" by David Allen Coe. Yeah. Uh, Whiskey Bent and Hellbound. <laughs> Ain't William Junior. So you was on the same genre, pretty much. But then I sang "Ice Ice Baby." Hey, I like that. <laughs> I like that. It's a way to way to way to finish it off. I, I, that was the last song of the night, too. Sweet. I, um, I, I changed it up. Everybody, I guess I'd sing a bunch of old country music, and everybody thought I was going to get there and sing something like that again. <laughs> I started singing Ice Ice Baby, and they're just looking at me like, what? <laughs> what is wrong with this guy? <laughs> so it was hilarious. Yeah, that's good stuff. It was good. How about Randy? What did he say? Well, what did he, or did he attempt to sing? He did. No, he sang. He did he sang good. Well, he sang. He did good. I'm trying to remember what song it was. Um, 
Let's see. Let's see. Go ahead with something else. Not I'll pull it up here. Well, I just I, I might have recorded a little bit, but yeah, I can't, I can't <laughs> tell him that. No, you can't. Don't listen to this part, Randy. <laughs> Some kind of wonderful. There you go, Randy. You did good, man. I, th- I think you sounded great, just like him. Sounded just like just him. like him, just like him. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun. We had a lot of fun though. Uh, but I went and stayed with Randy. Awesome house. And I really appreciate it. Up uh, again, Randy. I told him that a few times, but I appreciate it because it was it was cool being able to go to a house, get in a shower, stay in the bed, chill out. Oh yeah, beautiful house. Sweet. How about you? Yeah, man. Well, uh, Friday I. Uh, Hung out around the house here and washed the truck for absolutely no reason. <laughs> well, when I wash the truck, it's like a, it's like a, you know, it's like an afternoon thing. It's not like a, let me just wash the truck right quick. Yeah. It takes a minute. Can't take it through the tidal wave no more. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, I washed the truck and then uh, poured down rain the next day. Of course. Oh, yeah. As that's, always. That's typical. Then I went to a dirt track on Sunday and it's horrible now. It's, it poured down it's dust. Gray. I mean, red. Um, yeah, so, uh, uh, the kiddos and us, we, we all went to, uh, the, uh, rodeo in Paisley. Uh, had a watermelon festival, big old deal. We didn't get down there to see that part of it. Uh, there was a pile of people. I didn't oh, even yeah. think that many people knew where Paisley was. The home Man. of Brick Griffith. Dude. A pile of people up in there. And uh, so, yeah, so we get up in there and um, wait in line and we got there a little bit late. We went to eat at uh, Shallow's Fish House, which is a pretty good, a good place. good place, yeah. Yeah, it's a pretty good place. So uh, it's um, it's off the beaten path. Yeah. But uh, if anybody's around that area, Chesterfield area, go check it out. It's pretty good. Um, good fresh food and um, seafood. I got about whatever I think you want, really, to be honest, but... So anyway, so we get there a little bit late and uh, had to wait in a little line to get in. Um, there was no seating left, pretty much. So we let the uh, let all the kiddos and the ladies sit down, and uh, we went and stood up um, to see what we could see. And we were pretty much the runners, so we would go get something, some waters or some lemonades or some this and that. And then we waited in the line for like an hour. Well, Kale waited in the line for most of the time. Then we came back and helped him wait in the line. For about an hour, at least, maybe an hour and a half for a funnel cake. So when we paid for the funnel cake, we stood over there waiting on our number to be called, and the rodeo was over. <laughs> Dang. So we, uh, so we stood over there, and we still got our funnel cake. And um, anyway, so that was good. Really good place. Really cool. Uh, legit rodeo. Anybody that has not been to that rodeo, definitely go to it. Um, from what we could see. Um, from our viewpoint, there was a, a whole lot going on and, uh, and some, uh, legit, some legit riders and, uh, it was pretty cool. So, um, but, uh, definitely packed out. So did that, got home about 1230, knowing that I'm turning around the next morning and going right back by there. I know you was right down the road. I yeah. mean, I was literally 
45 minutes. You could have hollered at me. I'd come pick you yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> I was 45 minutes from Charlotte there. So, uh, but anyway, so we got home and uh, went to church Sunday morning. Uh, good as always. Um, good, good, uh, good message there for, for, for all of us. But uh, then we came back and um, changed clothes. And me and Cole, Chicken Nugget, we uh, headed to Charlotte. So we got up there about 4 o'clock, I guess. Right before everything got started good and uh and 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 was ready for the show, man. And it was a show. It was a it was a big old deal. Um we talked to uh Dalton Lamb on here last week, y'all heard, and um you know, got the lowdown from him about the Carolina Sizzler up there at uh the dirt track at Charlotte and uh this weekend it came to fruition and I I'm tell you, well, the name I guess did not disappoint in some ways because it was definitely sizzling hot. Yeah, <laughs> Whew, it was hot, man. On Saturday, anyway, Sunday it was still hot, but there was a lot more cloud cover. Right. Um, but Saturday it was rough. I mean, it was, whew, it was bad. Fortunately. Um, our buddy Earl Ramey, Derek, Derek Ramey, was racing, and they had the trailer and everything out there, so I was able to go sit all my stuff kind of in their trailer and hang out in the trailer and chill out for a while. And before all the races started, and hung out with them and watched races there, and uh, got to talk with a bunch of people. I know a lot of y'all saw it on Facebook Live and all that from Saturday, and. Bunch of cool people out there. I mean, it was a... The show was kind of... And th- this is where I really give Dalton and, and the guys running the whole show a lot of credit because Saturday, um, it 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 kind of... Everything started running over. And it wasn't that they didn't have stuff on track. I think they maybe underestimated the amount of cars that were going to show up. Yeah. Um, It just... It was... Back to back to back to back to back cars, classes out there, um, groups out there. Um, they did not slow down whatsoever. When the, when the first cars got on the track, they did not stop until they finished that race that night. But there were so many cars, they had to even scratch the B mains on Saturday night to try to make it within the 11 o'clock curfew. Um, so they come up Sunday morning and ended up changing up because um, they... We're doing uh, hot laps and then come back and they were qualifying them. So on Sunday, they scratched qualifying and used hot lap qualifying, So which was way better. Uh, show went super smooth. Uh, no weather issues the whole weekend. I'm going to tell you, in my opinion, it was a great show, great turnout. Um I I think it ought to be a, like I said last week, I think it ought to be a staple on the calendar to come back every year, whether it be at the dirt track at Charlotte or not. I mean, whether it be just a something between the Carolinas. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, the the inaugural of anything is always, oh, yeah. you never know. And it's always, you know, especially with people that's going to show up. Um, so I was, well, I'm going to see what it's going to do. And then, uh, you know, I'll decide maybe next year I'll decide or whatever. So, um, but all in all, man, everything, like you said, everything went very smooth. Um, I didn't hear any complaints. Um, 
I don't know the the thing that kind of upset me a little bit uh, yesterday was the spectators in the stands. They just a lot of them didn't show up for some reason. And I don't know if it was because it was Sunday or because it was hot or. Well, it was kind of like that Saturday too, but I don't know if it's. I guess when you run lower series like this, and we even saw this at the um, the short track championship. Yeah. There. For short track stuff, it doesn't seem like there's as many fans in the stands, but you got triple the people in the pits. Oh yeah, yeah, no doubt. I mean, far as as far as the money wise, it was probably still there because if you took all right. the spectators in the pits and put them in the grandstands, it would look packed. Because the stands and all that were that's in the pits on the pit side. Yeah, they were packed. They're packed. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, so that was the only thing that kind of upset me, you know, just looking at it from a TV standpoint, if you're showing it, it didn't look good for that. But hopefully um, that'll pick up next year. Um, but, but you know, honestly, I I really don't think, kind of like you were saying there, I don't think you could afford, they could afford any more cars. No. Because, dude, there was a lot of cars in, you know, the, 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 the lower tiers. And, and, and still having 28 Supers, in my opinion, was plenty enough. Yeah, that's a perfect field. Um, because, you know, if, if 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 you're trying to run five, six classes and you got 70 Supers out there that you try to try to fumble through to get a main, you'll never get done. Right. Never get done. So having 28 of them out there to, to, to not have to worry about having a bunch of heats and B mains and this and that and whatever. Right. That was pretty cool. So it worked out good and, and I'm glad that all the uh all the guys showed up that did and 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 uh put on a good race, man. I mean it you know, I, I know the from what you said, you know, Friday a Saturday night rather was uh pretty dusty, pretty pretty tough and that's something that Charlotte's been fighting for a long time. Um we've been going to Charlotte for the world finals and this and that for, for many years and it's always been that way. Seems like I don't know if they're trying to put new dirt and try different things or whatever. But, um, but Sunday wasn't as bad. Right. Didn't seem like. But it's a really fine dust. I mean, it's yeah, it's it's like the kind that you can't open your eyes. <laughs> exactly. Pretty much, you can't open your eyes because it'll be all in your eyeballs. You know, even I, I'm wearing glasses over there, and I'm still like, oh god. Yeah, it's really really fine. So you know, it's not like a dirt. Uh, from up up north or out west or whatever, um, it's definitely different. But um, all in all, jam up, man! I loved it. It was a fantastic first first uh, go at it for sure. Well, we'll get into the a little more intricate details, I guess we'll say, of it here in, in just a little while. But let's uh, let's talk to somebody who was actually on the track. All right, this young man here was uh he was at the track this past weekend, but he's uh on the way to <laughs> to his next stop. Cade Loudy, man, what's going on with you? You doing all right today? Yeah, we just uh preparing for another night, getting after it at Bulls Gap tonight. That's what I'm talking about, man. That's uh just just nonstop racing. <laughs> yeah, we uh we uh we were gonna go to Withful Saturday night and it rained out. And uh, we traveled down to Charlotte for the first time last night. And uh, just another night going to Bulls Gap. Feels like we're going on another Summer Nationals tour. <laughs> that, that sounds about like it. <laughs> that sounds about like it. Y'all, y'all are going right behind it. So, hey, that's what I'm talking about. 
Um, well, cool, man. Well, let's get to know you a little bit here. Uh, first of all, uh, tell everybody, introduce yourself. Tell them what you drive and uh, and how old you are and all that good stuff. Yeah, I'm uh, 16. I drive a Masters built race car. Um, a great car by Tater Masters and all the guys in Crothersville. And then uh, I got a great car owner, too, Jim Beeman. If it wasn't for him, I wouldn't be able to do all this. There you go. That's what I'm talking about. Well, cool, man. Well, let's go back a little bit. Let's. Uh, where, where did you get your start in racing that? Well, it's been a family thing before I was even born. My dad raced a little bit, and uh, my grandpa raced uh, out in Iowa and Indiana and that kind of deal, and won quite a few races and won a Bush Grand National Tour. And uh, so it's been a family bloodline deal for quite some time. And my first race was when I was three months old at uh, Bulls Gap. So, uh, and then I started racing go-karts when I was, when I first turned five. And it's just been an ongoing thing ever since I got in the did my first ever testing in 2018 at Cedar Lake in Wisconsin, and uh, we're finally racing as of last year. That's what I'm talking about. In a late model. That's what I'm talking about. That's a, 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 that's a life of racing. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> it, it can be uh, uh, humbling at times, oh, and yeah. it's, it's uh, a great time at times. It's just you got to keep your head up and just keep going. That's, that is 100% correct there, man. It's, uh, it can be, it can be, racing can always be one of the most aggravating things ever. And then it can be the absolute best thing ever. We, we know how that is. Uh, so, uh, I know you said you were young, but when did you really realize that you wanted to be in a driving racing of some sort? When did you realize you wanted to be a driver? Well, I mean, I guess it all started when I could actually, you know, think about things and I was old enough to do all that. I was probably three, three or so years old. I knew I liked racing when I was first born because it was just a bloodline. But when I realized I wanted to race it, I was probably three or four years old. Dad took me to a go-kart race and uh, I said I wanted to race one. But I always... Ever since I started, I've always wanted to race a late model, and I've always wanted to, you know, eventually chase Lucas Oil Tour or something like that eventually one day if um, the right deal lines up or, heck, even just chase, like, these Schaefer's Oil Valvoline series, something like that around here. Yeah. Um, I, ju- I just want to be a dirt racer. There you go, man. Well, go back to your go-kart days. What kind of what, – what chassis were you on? Uh, We kind of – switch between uh and the champ carts we'd run a phantom and then um and the flat carts we kind of we had two different kinds we had a trick olympic and a a kinetic they're both great carts it's just like you'd go to you go to your red dirt stuff and you'd have to be on a different kind of chassis just because of the flex and everything and you go on that brown dirt out in the midwest where we came from there for a while and our kinetics were better so we just kind of had a little bit of not a, everything but a little bit of everything if, if you know what i mean and uh we just did what it took to to go in races i hear you there yeah i was a uh 
<laughs> we we always get on this with everybody on here when when, when we hear people race go karts because me and Sterling both raced go karts ourselves back in the day, and uh, yeah, I was a phantom guy and uh, Sterling was a a shadow guy back in the day. So uh, yep, that's that's exactly where I started. That's the truth. Old Charlie Socks. He oh got yeah, me my first <laughs> my first ever one, and uh, we had two of them. There you go. And then when I moved up to junior two, we got phantom serifs and uh them flat cards we never had a phantom so god i just tell you how old i am because he's talking about a serif I, I never even wrote a serif because they were uh that was after i had already retired out of go-karts myself my first one was a stalker <laughs> <laughs> the very first phantom <laughs> god I'm starting to feel old sir <laughs> yeah I've, I've done i've done got there yeah <laughs> We were picking the other day. I don't even know if they still have the class, but, you know, around here they always had senior stock. And me and Sterling both turning 35 this year, and that was – because we always picked it, the old guys running senior stock, and it's like, ah, we're those old guys now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cool deal, man. Well, what was the um, what was the first dirt car you got in, full-body car? Oh, was it a late model, or did you get in something else for that? My first car I got in was an MB Customs that uh jimmy mars kid sam mars raced 604 or uh usra late model and uh, that was my first one and then my next laps were made in the car i'm racing right now there you go uh, that's if, if you're gonna go for it just go for it that's it right there that's, that's, yeah you got you got to that's it i mean you ain't gonna get no better no other way so that's what i'm talking about um <laughs> I got a question for you. Now this is completely off topic. I just thought about it. Our uh, our buddy Randy Keen hooks up there and uh, got us on the phone together today. But just just from I don't know if you you heard anything about our Friday night over there. But say you were to go sing karaoke, what would your what would your go to song be? Heck, I don't know. <laughs> uh... I don't know, to be honest with you. I'd have to think about it. That's a random question, that, isn't it? That it is, but uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm right here with really you, man. I've, I've, I've never really uh, done that before, so I, I don't know what I, I would do. All right. Well, Randy, there you have it. See, he didn't have a go-to song. Randy, was... <laughs> Randy has a go-to song, just by, I, just to I, let I, you know. <laughs> I guess it... Girls just want to have fun. That's his song. <laughs> We may have to do like some vanilla ice or something. See, that's know. what I did the other night. That was me. I did vanilla <laughs> ice. <laughs> oh, fun stuff, man. Nah. <laughs> if you can't tell, we're a little laid back on there. Nah, we like that fun. Oh, cool <laughs> deal. Well, man, is there, um, getting into race cars and stuff, is there a driver that you have tried to. I know, I know you get in the car and it's kind of your own thing, but there's is there a driver you've looked up to and tried to model yourself after and, and you know, look at them and be like, I want to be like that one day. I want to be that guy. Well, I guess in ways, um, there's ways of wanting to be like one I've looked up to. Uh, the success part would probably be uh, probably like Bloomquist, but uh, I guess... Um, I don't know if there's someone I'd want to be like, but I'd want to have the success, if you know what I mean. Oh, yeah, for sure. 
For sure, yeah. That's 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 a a good goal to reach in racing. There, I mean, that's that's a lot of wins. So, yeah, for sure. It's just, uh, I mean, he's. I think he started about when I did, and uh, so you know, I guess uh, we'll see what we can do. Yeah, I know his actual first late model was actually number seventeen because he was seventeen years old. That's why he did it. And then when he turned eighteen, he changed it to eighteen. <laughs> and uh then the eighteen stuck and that's why he still got eighteens on there. Um and then he said something about flying over China and all this stuff and they told him zero was perfect <laughs> number and all this crazy it, stuff. It went wild the from there. Exactly. I was gonna say something about aliens and they perfect took him, circles they took him and, for a while and came back and yeah. I think there were crop circles involved. I don't really know. <laughs> Messed up deal. There could have been some other crops involved in that, too. <laughs> might have been. There might have been. Gator, you one of these, uh, which, which kind of driver are you, man? Are, are you uh, hands-on with the with the car? Do you know every part and piece on the car? Or are you one that, that gets in there, drives the hardest, and, and then tell you guys, you know, what exactly it's doing and and, and let them work on it? Which, which kind are you? Oh, uh. I'm, I'm definitely hands-on. Uh, if you don't know me, I I just, uh, if it wasn't for me and my dad, we, we wouldn't be racing. Uh, like during the week, I, I don't have really anybody that comes to the racetrack and helps me or shows up at the shop. I'm kind of a do-it-my-own kind of guy. Uh, I can probably tell you any part on that race car that we got. Um, I kind of let dad take care of the shock stuff and uh because that's what he does and i wash everything clean everything up maintenance prepare load it it's a it's a two-man show really unless uh we get someone that volunteers and that's not very often but it happens but uh i i don't know how the guys that race and are good do it not being hands-on i guess it it drive me crazy to just watch some guys work and not be doing it yeah I, I'm, I'm i'm right there with you on that one do you think that that actually I, i've always thought this do you do you think that that makes you a better driver by knowing oh, uh, the parts and pieces and everything in ins and outs of it oh absolutely if, if you don't understand what each piece does i don't know how you can give any feedback um because if you don't understand what each piece does you don't know what you you need to change and how to adjust to each racetrack you go to because you typically you go from uh let's say you go from fairbury illinois to bulls gap tennessee you're, you're gonna have to change quite a bit and uh you just you gotta understand the stuff to be successful i hear you man yep for sure that's the same way i feel about it all right let's go over to uh well well since since you were at Charlotte this this past weekend, uh, t- just give us a rundown of how how your weekend went there. Well, uh, I guess uh, we kind of started out behind the eight ball just because we didn't get to race Saturday there, and uh, so my first laps were qualifying, and we were we were decent. Um, we needed to make one small change to probably be in that top four. Um, to walk ourselves into the race and uh we just didn't get the hot lap so that just put us behind the eight ball and then we started uh one row back from where we should have in the b main and uh just got 
stuck behind some guys there and fell back. And, um, we had a really good car. If if you look at lap times, um, we were probably the third best car there when we got to actually make some laps and adjust to where we should be. Um, I really feel like if we could have transferred through that B main there and not got caught behind some guys, I really think we could have put a show on for the fans. Um, just starting so far back, knowing how good of a car we had. Um, just because I, I had a really maneuverable, fast car. Uh, it, it, it kind of just bums me out knowing we had that good of a car and uh, not enough time. I hear you there, man. Um, was that your first trip to, to the dirt track at Charlotte? That, that's my first trip to race at, the, at Charlotte. What, what did Overall, what did you think of the, the track, though, itself? Oh, it's it's an amazing facility. It's probably the nicest facility I'll I've raced at, and I'd say it probably be. I guess my favorite facility I've been to is Eldora. Um, there's no really place other like Eldora. Oh yeah. Um, but it, I'd say it, it probably ranks second on my list. There you go. There you go. As far as uh, running on it, though, I mean, was it that? Everybody's always complained about Charlotte being really dusty from, and I think that's more of a fan's point of view because we're standing outside and it just gets, you can't see the track hardly. Um, does that affect anything for you in the car or is it just kind of same old ordeal? I mean, the racetrack's still dirty. Like when it's throwing dust, I mean, there's dirt flying, but I mean, this is part of dirt racing. I mean, um, if you didn't want to get dirty and see some dust, I guess you should go watch the NASCAR race. And that's <laughs> just boring. There you go. So, uh, I guess, uh, you know, um, uh, I mean, yeah, it was dirty last night, but I mean, I thought it was pretty good racing until it started to rubber up there in that super feature. And, um, you know, you kind of race a little bit all over that until it rubbered up. So, I mean, I don't think it was a bad racetrack until I, w- I wish that I would have seen some maintenance bef- at, after the super feature because it started to lock down. And once it starts locking down and rubbering up, it's just not very fun to watch. Yeah, yeah I kind of thought that same thing. I'm like, man, they need to go out there and, and work it a little bit, get get something going on it. Because, yeah, it, it was, they were definitely laying down some rubber because they were chewing some tires up on them supers for sure. Um Oh, cool, man. Well, you said you're going again tonight. Let us know what you got going on and uh and what your plans are, man. Uh, we're gonna go run with the the Southern Nationals uh series. On he puts on a really good series, and uh, you know if it wasn't for Tater and Jim at Masters Built, you know we probably uh we wouldn't be doing any of this, but um. These, these cars we got, they're just really good on this red clay, and we, we just want to race as much as we can around here. And uh, There's a lot of good cars that will be here tonight, but uh, I have no doubt in my mind that we couldn't probably – see, we, we only got a 604, but we're going to try and run with them. And I feel like we can probably put a decent top 10, top 12 together if uh, we have all of our ducks in a row. Cool. 
Good deal. I, I, I'm, I'm ready to see that. That's awesome. I'm ready to watch it. Oh, cool, man. Well, we'll see. Uh, future plans wise, man. What is y'all's uh? What's your rest of your season looking like? Are you gonna hit a bunch of stuff? Are you uh staying around there? Are you gonna travel? What you gonna do? Um, we kind of started out the season a little slower than I would have liked to, but um, you know, that's just part of preparing for uh bigger and better things and uh we're we're just now getting started uh we're gonna try and run two or three nights a week probably and um just race as much as we can get as much seat time and um we've we've been close to getting the top fives and top tens that we're good enough to have it's just uh getting caught up in some stuff that you know is probably rookie mistakes but um, it is what it is. It's part of learning. And, uh, you know, I've only, I've made eight starts and like last night we were seventh quick in our group and we've been, we've been inside the top 10 every time we qualified, it seems like, and we, we heat race pretty good. Um, we just need to put a feature together. Cool, man. Well, good deal. Well, we'll go put that feature together tonight and, uh, put it up front there as far as you can anyway. So yeah, uh, we'll try to, and uh, for everybody watching this, uh, tune in to Flow Sports. I think they're having it live tonight, as right. well as the rest of the series. So uh, maybe uh, you'll see some good racing tonight. For sure. Well, man, tell them all who uh, who you got on the car, who's helping you out. Well, first and foremost, I got to thank Tater Masters and everybody at Masters Built Race Cars and Jim Beeman for uh, supplying a great race car. And, and then I got to thank uh, JB Salvage, uh, Kaiser Manufacturing, uh, Rogersville Seamless Gutters, Spare ECM, um, so many uh, people. There's uh, I list them for so many, so many people there is that help me, and I couldn't do it without all of them. My dad at Envy Suspension. Uh, Weir's Machine, Earnhardt Technologies, uh, Hyperco Springs, All-Star Performance, uh, Kaiser Wheels, and Balco Wheels. We actually got two different people helping us there. and uh, Integra Racing Shocks, um, BSP Manufacturing. Uh, There's just so many people that helped me, and I couldn't do it without all of them. Well, good deal, buddy. Well... We will definitely be watching tonight and uh, rooting you on, man. So uh, best of luck, dude, and uh, can't wait to watch it. Yeah, same here. Can't wait to, you know, uh, hopefully we can put on a good show if we don't qualify good because I'm sure it'll be hammered down. I I heard they got probably four inches of rain or so yesterday while we were racing in Charlotte. So uh, I'm sure it'll be hammered down, but I wouldn't have it any other way. It's, It's fun driving these East Tennessee racetracks on that red clay wide open uh you you kind of drive it straight but crooked in the same time it sounds confusing for most (laughs) people but um you know it's just fun racing around here uh you don't really get a cushion like you do out in the midwest and you can typically race all over these places yeah yeah they they are very conducive to racing all over those tracks most times especially uh get some good 
good moisture in it beforehand, and uh, sounds like it's going to turn out that way tonight. So, uh, yeah. So, man, we appreciate you uh, coming on here with us tonight and hanging out with us a little while, and uh, hope to have you back soon talking about some wins. And uh, like I said, best of luck tonight, man. Yeah, same here, and I appreciate you guys having me on. It's been a good time. For sure, man. man. Well, well, we'll be talking with you soon, and we appreciate it. I thank you guys. We appreciate Kay Loudy coming on here, and uh, after as of time that this comes out, y'all, uh, he'll be done ran <laughs> that race. But yeah. regardless, best of luck to him. Um, can't wait to see it. Can't wait to see what he does. Um, it's cool to see guys his age. He's sixteen years old. Uh, coming up in the sport and 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 learning the cars actually, not just getting in and driving, because there's a lot of that anymore. Then oh yeah, no, it don't seem as bad in in not dirt on the dirt world. side. Not in dirt world. And 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 our buddy Derek, he's 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 a different. different oh yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> he's an asphalt guy, but he is he is definitely a hands on guy. But yeah, it's uh that's kind of few and far between now. But but anyway, yeah, it's pretty cool for sure. And um on that big stage like he had uh yesterday have not been there and doing that's pretty cool yeah for sure so i reckon we need to go back uh talk talk about you know a little bit more to racing at at the dirt track at charlotte at the 2021 carolina sizzler um there was a lot of classes <laughs> a lot of classes a lot Classes. There was well, I say that there was a lot of cars in all these classes. Right. Um, we had the Red Clay Series. Uh, we had the American All Star Crates. Um, we had the Topless Outlaws. Um, I think that were I was also running with uh, what do they call that? The Renegade Outlaw. Anyway, um, they combined them two, made it is a topless class. Um, cool cars running in it. Uh, our buddy Willie Milliken, we had a camera on his car one night running in it. Uh, ended up pretty bad for him that night. Got in two wrecks. Um, tore the car up pretty good. But he came back and uh, I think he, he he finished the next night. So come back from a tore up car just to have a decent run. That was, that was good. Um, uh, they had the uh, street stocks. Um the Midi Street Stocks. Uh, guy we've been following here for a while from up in Pennsylvania, Jeremy Zufall, he come down and run it. Um, was having some carburetor issues, he was telling me. So uh, didn't get the finish he was looking for. But it was, uh, nevertheless, it, it was good to see him come down from up there. I wish he'd have had a little better run. Just, you know, for his sake, coming down that far. Yeah. But uh, I'm glad he came down and and run with them guys. But uh, then we had the uh, uh, little four cylinder Hornet deals. Um, and then uh, on Saturday night had the modifieds, uh, the Mid East modifieds. Uh, swapped those out on Sunday night with the super late models. A lot of racing. <laughs> A lot of racing, a lot to keep up with. We couldn't watch, well, yesterday, I mean, we couldn't watch everything because trying to do, you know, other things and move around and hang out with, with Earl and, and, uh, and Derek and those guys. But yeah, man, it was hard to, 
It was hard to see everything because, like you said earlier, there was no breaks. Once they got started at 530, they rolled. Yeah, until the last checker flag fell, there was cars on the track. Yeah, no doubt, for sure. So, uh, so um, keeping it going like that, man, I you know, you got to really be paying attention here in your class being oh, called you, up. Oh, yes. Because they don't wait on you. No. They you go, ain't there. hate it for you. They, they, I mean, they keep it rolling, and and the uh, the staging area at, at at Charlotte's really cool because it just, you know, it, it wraps all the way around the racetrack. So it's you know they come kind of easing through there, and and all the spectators can see, uh, especially the kids and all, they can see all the cars rolling through there easy, and and you know stopping right in front of them. So that's pretty neat. Yeah. Um. So, lot to see. There was a lot to see. Uh, with all the different classes and all, so uh, um, I know Cole had a good time. Um, he he didn't get bored. There was no nah. no chance of getting bored there. He was good to go. Um, yeah, on on Saturday night, uh, I guess was go with modifieds because that was kind of the bigger race, I guess, for Saturday night. Uh, our buddy Kyle Strickler. Jumped in. Uh, it actually was his old modified. Somebody has bought it, but they weren't running it this weekend. Uh, so Kyle jumps in it with an Earl Ramey racing engine mm-hmm. and put it on. Actually qualified second. Didn't qualify first, but I think he led every lap. <laughs> yeah, I saw the start. It, <laughs> that was it from there. He had it. It was done. So that was, that was cool to see. That, that car at that track, I mean... Is just ridiculous for some reason. I think it's batting a thousand. I'm pretty sure. Uh, yeah, it is. It, it definitely is. So that was cool to see. Um, we also put cameras on, and I'm gonna hopefully have some stuff out from the camera footage this this week here. Um, our buddy, y'all heard him on the show a few weeks ago. Jeremy Steele put a camera on his car. Uh, unfortunately, he had some issues in his race also. He uh, said it was a uh, throttle was sticking and it was starting to run hot. So he, he backed her down and came off with a few laps to go. Um, so I hated that for him um, yeah. on Saturday night there. So, uh, yeah, and like I said, our buddy Willie Milliken, he, man, he was running pretty good. I think he was running like fifth or so. They have a restart. Dude spins out right in front of him. I mean, right in front. He had nowhere to go. He looped it around. Didn't get that much damage from it. A little bit, but not much. He cut, So he had to go to the back regardless. Come off, cleared the body work off the right rear. Uh, went back out there. Was out there for a few laps. All of a sudden, he comes out of turn four, and guy just spins right in front of him. And when he spins, Willie locks it down, spins it around two, and another car comes behind him and just run, just plows the front end. I mean, it was nothing but bad look. None of it in his making at all. But like I said, I think he did come back Sunday night, and I think he finished like 11th or something like that. So right. Come back from a really tore-up race car. They told me they worked on that car. It was, i put it this way. They come off the track. It was right at 11 o'clock on Saturday night. They told me they finished putting it back together. Not not really adjusting everything, but putting it back together at 6.30 Sunday morning. Oof. Oof. <laughs> yeah, that's tough. That makes for a long night. Yeah. 
I know they busted the radiator in. I mean, the whole front end was just destroyed on it. So hmm. it was bad. It looked bad anyway. So I was glad to see him come back on a Sunday night there and have a better showing. Yeah, for sure. Um, But what was, I guess, one of our higher points of the weekend, uh, we hung out the majority of the weekend with our buddies uh, Earl and Derek Ramey. And Derek, man, that was kind of the underdog. He was kind of the underdog story of the weekend over there. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, just the fact of, I mean, there's so many unknowns there, kind of. I mean, they hadn't run the car much, hadn't run supers much. I mean, there's just, there's a whole lot of things against them in a way, kind of. And, and, uh, and, and. Earl's fairly new to the super, super world. Yeah. I mean, no doubt he can't build jam up motors. And no doubt he can't build jam up super motors, which I think after what people saw yesterday, he will be building more super motors <laughs> pretty soon. But. Just the unknown, I think, was the biggest surprise to everybody. To me, I mean, um, I mean, going out there on 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 Saturday, they had a, 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 a they had a little bit of practice there for for the guys, but it wasn't but a handful of yeah, there. Yeah, I think there was about eight, ten cars there, maybe. But I think he was second or second so fastest. fastest. Yep. Um, you know, so you really didn't have much to think about on that, being it was only a handful of them there. But then going out, he went out early in in in, in, in hot laps. Um, and there was a slower slower car up ahead of him, and I really think that hurt him on his first lap. And there was no sense in running more than one lap in he in, in hot laps. Not really. I mean, because it just the tire it just five laps destroyed the tires. Destroyed that tire. Um, so everybody fell off tremendously from the first lap to the second. Uh, so you know, but. Um, Derek said it. He thinks it kind of helped him, sped him up a little bit, catching that guy. But you know, I don't know. Um, but uh, to 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 be able to qualify second man in the, the twenty eight cars, and he was on all cars. He, he he held the pole for a long, long, long time until Brandon Overton came out and like the next to last group. Yeah, and Brandon put up a little bit better time than he did. But other than that, dude, it was. That well, I'm was pretty sure I mean, you had Tim McCready. You had. Kyle Strickler, you had, I mean, a whole bunch of guys. Trent Ivey, oh, yeah. I mean. There was a lot of heat there. Del McDowell. Del McDowell, yeah. A lot of quick race cars. And the guys, and those guys that we're speaking of, and pretty much that whole field, they probably run 60, 70 races a year or whatever. Oh, yeah, for sure. And, you know. They, I they, think Derek has run um four, five maybe this year. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, so that's a lot to hold her head high about for sure. That's really, really cool. But it's, it, it is like I was telling you last night, I, I can, looking at it, you could tell, um, nobody was beating Derek on motor. That includes, dude, that includes Brandon Overton. Dude, I mean, the way, the way Derek jumped, it was especially noticeable. And Derek was stupid fast for the first three or four laps. Yeah. And, it, and I think the tire just... Yeah, the tire heated up and the car wasn't quite as good. I mean, he was still fast, but it wasn't quite as good. That was too much Earl Ramey horsepower. Not apparently. Just burn all the rubber off the right rear. But, um, but, dude, the way he... I mean, 
him and Brandon run side by side there for probably three, four laps or whatever it was. And, but he would pull them, come out of corners. It's unbelievable. Um, and I mean, that's the way I look at it. That's pretty much you, 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 okay. Yeah. You getting hooked up. I mean, you're, 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 you're spinning well, less. Well, no, well, normally the top two in a race are pretty hooked up. But, yeah. <laughs> so but, that's what I'm saying. Both of them were hooked up. So at that point, it's just motor. I mean, it was insane <laughs> the difference. Uh, so I, I'm I'm kind of interested to see uh, how many phone calls Earl gets wanting uh, wanting to know about that Earl Ramey racing engine put in that super car because dude, um, I think he just uh, prolonged his backlog a little bit after yesterday. <laughs> I'm telling you, as a uh, as a horse in that car, uh, that's that's a mean motor and and it's really cool because we uh. I got to stay over there with him, like I said, on Saturday, and I watched Earl. And, and I've been with Earl before at racetracks, and how meticulous he is on on these engines. He's even though he knows when he left the shop, he timed it and did this, that, and other. He's gonna go back over it before that car goes out on the track. He's gonna, you know, check every little thing on it, make sure everything's perfect. He pull spark plugs looks at spark plug i mean just everything i mean just meticulous and it shows i mean it really does so oh, yeah no doubt and no doubt so it was really cool Derek ended up uh like i said he qualified second led um i think it was about four or five laps um at the first of the race failed a second ran second for a long long time um then they had some restarts and and he got shuffled back a little bit. Like I said, I think tires was going away some. Uh, tires was really the game. They ended up having this one thing. I think I hate that it had to happen, but it did have to happen. In the middle of the day yesterday, after qualifying or hot laps anyway, they changed the tire rule for the supers. Yeah. Now that had to happen because everybody that come off the track right rears were just gone in five laps. So they, cause they wasn't letting them run a 1600. I don't think then they changed it and told them, yeah, you can run, run whatever you want. Yeah. Try to make it last. And fortunately it looked like everybody, uh, took warning from the, uh, world finals from last year with everybody blowing tires, just wearing them out and blowing them. Uh, because, I didn't. Did you see any flat tires in the Super there was a, Yeah, there was a few, um, but nothing like, <laughs> nothing at all like uh, the World Finals. Um, they did a way better job of that. Yeah. Um, but the track rubbered up a good bit, um, and it and it slowed down a lot. Oh yeah. On the bottom end, and and I mean, you know. What was like you said, Trent Ivy. I mean, Trent on one of his restarts, he went to the top, and I mean, he was they was flying. stupid fast, but it got the a tire too wall, fast for him. Yeah, I mean, he got <laughs> up in the wall a little bit there. But if he had stayed off the wall, regardless, you could not run like that for very many, no, very long because no. I mean, just the, the tire will not stand it there right now. So, um, you know, unfortunately, that kind of was a you know a downfall. I'd like to see the top work where he could have you know. We could have made that work more and made it a little more exciting because it slowed way down. I mean, we were standing right there going into three, and and Brandon Overton just 
put putting into the corner, just yeah. toasting around there, keeping the car just as straight as he could. And I mean, just <laughs> so smooth and just quick, really ridiculously quick. But, um, but yeah, I think that helped a lot saving tire, uh, saving the tire from blowing or whatever, uh, just because it slowed down so much. Yeah, for sure. Um, but man, talk about being on top of your game. How much more on top of the game can uh, Brandon Overton be right now? And Will's well, sports guys, you know, it's it's insane. It is insane. And you know, one thing that me and you were looking at on race monitor during hot laps and in qualifying, Derek went out early. I think he was the first group to go out. Yeah, the first four. And he, you know he was he was the only one in the fifteens. He pretty much run like a nine. I think he run a fifteen nine, nine one. Yep. And for a long time, he was pretty much the only one in the fifteens. And then there, you know, there was a couple guys come up. But you could tell that with every group, the fastest car in that group was a little slower every time. Yeah. It's like the track was just slowly slowing down. And then, like you say, Brandon Overton's one of the last, if not the last. Uh, group of four to go out and then goes and turns a 15-7, I think. I mean, two tenths quicker. Just how, though? I mean, I just... I don't know. And he do, and, and honestly, I mean, looking at it, he looks slower on the racetrack, but it's just, he's just so smooth and so easy on the throttle. He's not throwing it all in. I mean, it's... They got that uh, car on a rail right oh, now, which, I mean, they got an awesome driver behind the wheel, too, but they got a car on a rail. I mean, dude, I swear, he looks slower, but he is tremendously faster. And, I mean, it's it's really cool to see. Um, but, uh, yeah, they are uh, on a roll for sure. They have won some money in 2021, Jack. Yeah. In the last couple of months, they've won over $400,000. Yeah. I think. Just in, just in a couple months. It's unbelievable, man. Yeah. It's insane. It's crazy. Insane. But I'm gonna uh I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna give the uh the racing at at, at the dirt track at Charlotte there in the twenty twenty one Carolina Sizzler. I'm gonna give it a thumbs up, man. I, I, oh, I yeah. enjoyed it. Yeah, I'm all in, man. I, I I didn't get to go Saturday. Uh, but, but Sunday was jam up. I, I really enjoyed it. Everything was really cool. The way everything was laid out and set up. Um, you know, I guess with every positive comes a negative. And if, if the only negative thing I will say, and you know, there may be stipulations why they couldn't have, but what I wish they would have, could have done was start earlier. Um, if they could have started at two or something like that and getting, you know, features starting around 5.30. Yeah, especially on Sunday. To where, you know, because, see, we, we had to, I mean, I, my little boy's six years old, so as soon as the Super Race is over, we left. We went and pulled cameras off the car, and we left. We didn't get to stay for the rest of the features last night. Yeah. Just because we had a two-and-a-half-hour ride home. And, you know, I'm not asking somebody to go change the whole schedule just because of us. <laughs> right. But I feel like, I honestly feel like, that maybe kept some people from making that trip because yeah. they knew, you know, okay, well, we, we got a two or a three or whatever hour ride on a Sunday night. We're not going to watch $20,000 Super Race because we just can't make it. Right. If you're not going to have it on some sort of holiday Monday weekend, yeah, 
And you got, yeah, I think Sunday needs to be a little earlier. That, that needs to be a, a two o'clock start time instead of a five thirty start time. Yeah, I, I mean, July's hot. It's going to be hot with Saturday. I was fine with o'clock. Yeah, I Saturday. mean, Saturday's cool. But the only problem is at Charlotte is there's a 11 o'clock curfew. You're right. So, which I don't At 5 30 is, well, whatever. But, uh, if I, starting at 5 30, that is pushing the 11 o'clock curfew. Especially with as many cars ahead. I mean, yeah, if you're going to run one, if you're going to have just supers running. Right. Okay, that's fine. That's wonderful. Start at 5.30, no problem. You got time for heats, B-mains, whatever. Yep. And you're probably out of there by 9.30, 10 o'clock, for sure. Um, But, you know, anyway, that's my only negative towards that. But, again, that may have been, you know, they may have kind of had their hands tied to do that. I don't know. But. If you're going to do it next year and you want to have or have to have the, the super race, the you know the showcase race, if you have to have that on Sunday, I'd say do it earlier. Um, it would be nice that to know that they could schedule that race next year to where it wouldn't be around the Diamond Nationals or whatever. On yeah, that was, that was their whole deal this year right. i think for having to do it on sunday i think ideally it would have been a friday saturday race exactly and i and i, and I get all that and that's why i'm saying i'm not trying to throw stones or nothing but you know if 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 scheduling it would work out to where uh they could have their own weekend per se yeah you know because you know sharing a weekend with a big money race like that with the Diamond halfway Nationals across the country you it's really hard to uh to to, to get you know everybody to commit so but uh, but anyway, uh, hopefully it'll work out next year. Um, to uh, to get it on a Saturday night be be great, and um, I think that'll help the grandstands a lot. I really do. Yeah, well, I think they learned a lot. I think they learned a lot from this one. And uh, the good thing is, like you said, the majority of all the feedback I heard even was positive. I did oh, not yeah. hear. I did not hear. You know how a lot of people are always. You go to track and they're griping about the track, griping about the people running it, griping about. I never heard that. Never heard it at all. And I walked around there talking to a lot of people. I mean, is never heard that. I mean, they might be griping about another driver out there how they were driving them, but that's just racing. No, oh, yeah. Um, and if they weren't griping about it, it wouldn't be no fun. So right. But I never heard a complaint about the running of the event. No. So so that was that was really good. Uh, like I said. I hope it's a staple to come on the calendar for years, whether it be at, at the same track. I like the, I like it there um, for the aspect of how many cars they can hold. Um, yeah. I would say, you know, throw it also, you know, if you're going to move it around, I mean, that's the problem is, yeah, you could move it, say, like Cherokee or something like that for a race or so, but you're not going to be able to fit that many cars there. No, 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 no. You're gonna have to definitely split up the uh the classes. Yeah. Sure. So, so that's the perfect venue, I think, for it. Oh yeah. I hope uh, this is nothing to do with running a track. I hope in years to come, just for a spectator thing, not so much driver. Um, I hope they can get the dust a little bit more under control. It was it, yeah. but I will say it was way better this time. Yeah, well, then it's being. I don't know, man. I mean, it's so different. You go to so many different places, and you know, 
Portsmouth, Ohio. Oh, God. That was dust. Horrible like that. Real fine dust. Yeah. Um, But you go to Volusia and it's nothing like that. No. Nah, at it. all. So, I mean, you know, where is all the difference in dirt or the the humidity levels or the how you turn up the track or how there's so many different things there what if and how and what causes what but there's some smart people out there that can get some good dirt or work the track properly to cut that down well this is my thing i guess i I, i'm getting at is um let's just say all right we'll, we'll say dirt track at charlotte it's not that far from Lancaster Speedway. No. Very similar dirt. Lancaster's nothing like that. Uh, I'm not saying Lancaster won't get dusty, but every time I've ever been there, it's been a good track. Cherokee. Cherokee, not bad. So I don't really know what it is, but I know that it's it's deterring for fans because just like we said earlier, I mean, I'm not knocking. I love. I don't care about getting dirty. No, no, no. I can care less. But if I can't see, I mean, yeah. that's kind of an issue. Now, yeah, I can wear a helmet and goggles and tear-offs and everything else <laughs> to watch the race, but I don't really think that's really needed, kind of. I think that something could come up there where it could be a little bit better. But, dude, I mean, I'm talking about dust. I'm talking about, like, you can't clouds. open your eyes. Yeah, I mean, like clouds of it. I mean, yeah. And, I mean, you we're, know, we're not just talking about I, – I, I know y'all might think we're – just complaining about no, no, no. we're at a dirt track. No, it's no, no. It's been this way for we, I don't know how long, we, Charlotte. We've been uh, if if most of y'all listen, y'all know we've been we go to a lot of tracks. Um, I know it's middle of summer, but it's like this when it's cold outside there too. Oh, it was like in November where I mean you couldn't yeah. open your eyes and we were we were three quarters up in the grandstands. Yeah, going and, into one. and you literally cannot see the track. That, that's my thing is. When you're down on the track, standing at the fence, that's fine. You're getting pelted by dust at that point. But you can see a little bit. But when you're up in the stands, three-quarters of the way up, you literally cannot see the track. <laughs> no, you have no idea what's going on. <laughs> no. And that that's my point I'm getting at. I'm like, we, well, need, this, we need to get that under control for the yeah. fans' sake. Yeah, definitely. And for camera's sake. For, for, and, and, and the other thing, too, is the kids. I, I, I noticed yesterday... Um, I mean, during the race going on, Cole did pretty good. I gave him my sunglasses, and yeah, yeah he kind of just put put uh, blinders on both sides of his head, and he was watching the race. He was good to go. But I noticed a lot of other kids, they just turned their head. They weren't watching it. No. Nah. You couldn't. And, I mean, yeah, that that's the kind of what I'm getting at is, is you know, it's kind of tough <laughs> when it's that bad. Yeah. Um, but, like I said, all in all, jam up. That's nothing to do with the Sizzler. That's just no, that's Charlotte. Just, that's Charlotte. That's, that's the way Charlotte's been for years. I don't care what tour comes there. That's that's yeah, that's Charlotte. That is that is Charlotte for sure. So I don't know if I'm, I've you know we we've heard that they're trying to do different things with the dirt there. I will say the dirt. If you especially if you looked at dirt on the track and the dirt that was kind of outside the track, the dirt on the track looked darker. Yeah, it did. Than it has lately. So it, it did. So I'm, I'm thinking they're doing some different things too. But I think they need to use the, uh, the, whatever you call it, the sheep's foot or goat's foot. I, yeah, the sheep's foot. I, 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 there's one sitting over in the corner know, back there. I never it. saw them use it. You know, and and from what I've seen at different tracks we've been to, from what I've seen, when they use that and they wet it, it's like the moisture just stays up on top of the racetrack and it helps. It helps with Well, it gets down in it. 
and kind of yeah. keeps it. But what do I know? I've I've never worked dirt track. I, all I know is it was just <laughs> if I was them, the pace truck or the pace car would have been the water truck, and we'd have had about ten stages. <laughs> I just think that's a track, and I know there's a lot of tracks like this because uh, Volusia same way, and they were only running uh, uh, World Outlaws late models. And big block modifieds, that's literally the only two classes they were running. And they worked the track in between oh, yeah, they rounds keep it, out there. They keep it from getting too far, yeah. And I think, I personally just think Charlotte is going to be a track that needs to be work. worked. You got to continuously. And I've never seen them try that there. No. No. So. I have not either. Um, I I think that's the next step in trying is let's just work the track throughout the night. I know that slows you down a little bit, but everybody that comes there just gotta yeah set time. You know, with having a five ten minute break between classes to prep track a little better. Yeah, but anyway, tempo. But you know what was going on up there while we were there? What it is? SRI Performance was selling some parts. Everywhere I saw it in the live video, man. They have they have parts. Trailer was full of parts. There was a whole store in a trailer. It's unbelievable. Except they didn't have any hats. I want a hat. I, I, yeah, we need some more. <laughs> I need some. Mine is filthy oh, after this weekend. So, uh, but anyway, guys. Yeah, like I said, they were selling some stupid parts. Big sellers was tires. They said this weekend. If you look back on our live. That- I, I think I think Sturgill Simpson wrote a song called that Black Gold. <laughs> yeah. That's what that's what Hoosier tires are right now. They are black gold for sure. Everybody I saw people posting on on Facebook and stuff that weren't far from track. They're like, Hey, I got some tires. Why somebody want to come by? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that was the thing everybody needed, but they were limited on tires too. So uh right. So, so you have six tires, I believe? Well, yeah, but then they upped it when they changed the tire rule, and it just kind of all went out the window. Yeah. <laughs> so everybody was just buying all the tires they could, but they knew where to go get them. All they had to do was go to that SRI trackside trailer. Pretty wrap on that thing, too. Yeah, brand new wrap on it, and uh, it looked good. And uh, them boys over there slinging parts out of it and, uh, and, and, and was doing a good job of it. I heard everybody. Every time I'd stand there... And be talking with someone. Um, j- just for instance, yesterday we uh, were cleaning up. I was over there with Earl and them. They were cleaning up the car some, and I, and he went to clean out the radiator. Well, the radiator has this little mesh screen in front of it. I mean, it's something. Yeah, obvious maintenance part, but it's not always something that you would see. You know, on a typical parts trailer. Sometimes, I guess I don't know. Maybe so, but. It just didn't seem like that type of part, you know. It just seemed like something you would order in advance and have it with you. Oh, no. Advance has those? Not, not at advance. No, no. <laughs> advance ain't got nothing. Not a thing. <laughs> they ain't got headlights. <laughs> Is it two-wheel drive, four-wheel drive? But anyway, Earl sends a guy down there. They got the exact part they needed right there. They got everything, man. So, I don't understand it. It's, it's, it's insane. A lot but, of knowledge there to know what parts are on that trailer, too. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's awesome, man. They had them uh, Draco Springs over there, but also had some uh, a good assortment of PFC brakes. Randy took us in there and showed us around a little bit, and 
them boys was uh it it was funny because that's not a track charlotte wasn't a track that you typically use a whole lot of brake at but them boys were still worried about it they've got on this brake game they use may use more brakes on restart and they do about any time i believe but they they figured out that you need good brakes on a car gotta have it and uh so if y'all need them y'all call SRI supply or SRI performance, not supplies. They're in with performance now. <laughs> I mean, if you need some supplies, <laughs> you, you need some call supplies, them call them too. But anyway, go SRI performance today and get you some PFC brakes put on your car too. Call, uh, tell me you want to talk to Randy, see what's the best thing to put on there. And yeah. Buddy Randy Keene, tell me, you, tell, you tell him you want to sing karaoke too. Maybe he'll hook you up. Yeah, he'll hook you up. He'll take, he knows place. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, but anyway. Guys, uh, also stock car steel and aluminum. They were slinging in some 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 metal over there the other day too, because there was a few cars got in some wrecks, so they had to go over there and try to patch them up best they could. And um, they helped them all out at the track there. But if you go online, go look uh com. Go when you go get your card all full on there, and then when that time of checkout, go to promo code. Put in your promo code C Bone Ten. The C is in chicken. B O N E one zero. Get yourself ten percent off at time of checkout there. Fo show. Well, I can tell you one other thing. What's that, Mister Earl Ramey? Pretty sure he had a engine in about every other car that I saw. Pretty much. This weekend. Pretty much. God <laughs> almighty, but he and and I, we, we we say it every week, but that's just more proven right there. I mean, there was a lot of stiff competition in the lower tiers this weekend there. Um and man, all the ones that was up front, they had them Royal Ramy racing and is in there and like you said, you know, Kyle Strickler Took on the win. Yeah, that car is good, but that engine in there is part of the reason it, it, it won it. So, um, and and also with Derek, uh, Supermotor, again, like we said, you know, I, I really think that's going to up his game. And um, moving into being up in there with the Clements and all them guys, man, you, I didn't see any more horsepower in a car out there no. in a super race. No. That is, and I'm not just saying that because of Earl. I'm saying that because it was drastically notable that you pulling off from Brandon Overton like that. I'll put it this way. On the on the original green flag start, when they both hit the gas, you can tell they pretty much hit the gas at the same time. Derek pulled Brandon down the straightaway almost car length. Oh, yeah. From the time they took the green flag to the time they went in turn one. Uh, that is a fact. I couldn't believe it. That's power. Yeah. So uh so anybody that needs any 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 help in that field, uh definitely get in touch with Earl. Um I know he's backed up like we always say, he's uh backed up for sure, but you know, that's 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 uh There's a reason. There's a reason for that and that kind of speaks for itself. Um but uh not only does he have the uh best horsepower in the in, in, in the field, he uh they got the best class too, man. They got they're really good people, really good guys. They take care of you, they treat you like family and um once you sign on with them, you you know you, you know you got somebody good in your corner. Yeah, we went over there yesterday and talked fishing. Yeah, <laughs> we sat up there and talked with Derek about fishing. Nothing bumped the heck with racing. We don't we don't care about racing. We were talking about fishing the whole time. You know, I wonder sometimes. Uh, I, I'll give a good example. 
me. For instance, one time when I bowled my 300 game years ago. When I was doing that, in the middle of that, I didn't want to talk about bowling. Nah. No, we didn't. I want to talk something else. I, I've always wondered if there's other people like me that want to talk about other things. Get, just get your mind yeah, off of get it. Get your mind but, off of it. Then you don't, so you don't overthink it. Overthink it, yeah. Huh? That may very well be. Man, I had to ask Derek. And Derek really likes fishing, too. So. He likes fishing. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> he just likes fishing. <laughs> that's where he's going this, this coming weekend. He said the hate would race, and he's going to the beach. <laughs> I don't blame him. Nah. After a weekend, I'm going to tell you what. <laughs> After a weekend of being that hot all weekend long, you got to take some time off and go do something else. Yeah. Man, sure. it was hot. Woo! So, uh... But anyway, guys, yeah, Earl Ramey and uh, Earl Ramey Racing Engines. Also, call them up. Get you some time on the dyno. That chassis dyno will get you, uh, get you straight. Yes, sir. Earl was telling me there was a car they put on the dyno before taking over to Charlotte. One of his Creek guys. Get this. I ain't going to say what did it. I ain't going to say who it was. I ain't even going to say none of that because the guy was pretty daggone fast over there. They found 23 horsepower in bolt-on stuff. Jesus. On a crate motor. Is it a, what was it, a bottle of nitrous or something? <laughs> no, but 23 horsepower. That's a lot. A lot in a crate car. A whole lot. Because they are tight fields, man. You need every every quarter of horsepower you can get. That's major. Yeah, that's that's just yeah. that's looking at oils, looking at fans, looking at right any any friction that can be caused on yeah water pumps. I mean, just anything, anything yeah. pull that motor down there. But they they found twenty three horsepower. Wow, it's crazy! But that's what that chassis dyno is there for to, to uh, try different stuff like that on the car and see what puts it to the rear tires. And yeah, uh, yeah, so exactly. call Earl up, get lined up for a for a motor and a and a dyno day. Yes, sir. Oh, moving on. Uh, we did talk about Diamond Nationals a little bit. Uh, I actually didn't get to watch it because I was up there. Um, but uh, I know Davenport won it. Um, that's all I know. You you see anything? I know Tim McCready was out there running it, flew back just to come run. The Carolina Sizzler. That's pretty cool. No, I did not see any of it. Um, I I know that uh, I know that Kevin Rumley was over here helping uh Tim McCready. Yes, good old Bill Steen getting uh yeah, getting there. everything ready and um, so I guess I think that was Kevin's trailer and all looked like the one that looked about like the one that uh that Larson's car is normally in. I know somebody said Kevin Kevin's. Kevin's down there with his trailer and all. Are they waiting on Larson to come in? I'm like, no, no. <laughs> that ain't Larson coming in. <laughs> uh, Larson was sitting in New Hampshire in a rain delay. <laughs> yeah. But uh, but no, so um, I didn't get to see anything else. I really didn't get to see anything in New Hampshire. Um, I know that uh, I think Christopher Bell won Saturday. Yep, he did. And I didn't see nothing else other than that. And I saw uh, Kyle Busch spinning out leading in, in, in the rain. And Denny Hamlin. And, and Martin Truex. And no, no, no. It was uh, Joey Logano. Okay. I think. And they were, uh, Kyle was not, none, none too happy. No. He, he, he pulled a. He hit the pace he, car. I was going to say, he pulled a Days of Thunder on him. <laughs> he hit the pace car. Yeah. So, uh, but, you know, whatever there. And um, 
surprising win, I guess you say. Uh, Eric Almarola took home the win. I don't know how. I don't know if that was luck. I don't know if he was just dominant. I don't know really anything of that. But I know that he is like 27th in points, and he is now in the playoffs. <laughs> Dude, the only thing I can hope for, I am just, I'm like, there are three more guys that have not won a race in the bottom of the points. And then they honestly could easily do it. Well, those can't. I'm hoping three outside win it, personally. I hope Ross Chastain, and he's he's close. He I hope Ross it. Chastain. I hope Matt Benedetto. Yeah. Um, And whoever else. I don't even care who else. As long as it's not. Not Denny going. Hamlin. And it's not that I have anything against Denny Hamlin. No. But I want, just, him, I want him to do good enough to beat Kyle Larson in the regular points. Yes, exactly. So he needs to win that regular point series. But, but not win a race. But not win a race. And they have 16 winners in oh. the regular season. That's what we need to happen. So y'all make sure this happens. I actually asked. <laughs> this might be pretty bad. But I asked Lenny. But me, me and Lenny Batiki from PRN were talking last night. And I actually asked him about it. I said, what are they going to do if just so happened three more different drivers win? Next three races, he's like, it's going to be bad. That's going to be terrible. <laughs> it's going to be bad. There's going to all of a sudden be a rule change. Uh, yeah, all of a sudden there's going to be a 17th driver added to it. Oh, the regular season champion gets a, get, get automatically gets in. Yeah. 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 So, but anyway, uh, yep. So Eric Almarola, the first Stuart Haas driver. To win this year, I would have Surprising. never put my money on him to be the first winner. Me neither. Out of that stable. Um, but, you know, Ford's been kind of struggling here of late, seems like, um, especially the Stuart Haas cars, but maybe I, they're on to something. I heard something a few weeks ago that uh, that the uh, Hendrick cars mainly, but it was all Chevrolet cars, period. Um, they made them change a little bit of something on the nose of those cars, I guess some way they were bracing or forming or whatever else. And that was in the middle of the time that, uh, Hendrick was just dominating, putting, you know, four cars in the top five and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. And so I'm wondering because last, you know, even though they've won some, they have not dominated like they were a couple months ago. So I'm wondering if that actually happened or if it's just, you know, because it all cycles back around. People figure out. Oh, it does. People's figuring out stuff every day. But, you know, at the same time, I'm kind of wondering is, kind of like Chase Elliott last year, kind of this time of the year, he kind of, you didn't really yeah, he just kind of fail. Nothing. And then, and then he just kind of inched his way into the playoffs and then all of a sudden, boom. Yeah. So are they, are they kind of keeping stuff you know, let's let's kind of keep stuff dormant right now, and then. You well, know, you don't want to show everything you got. Right. So let's. You know, we've tried this; it works. We've tried this; it works. We've tried this; it don't work. So we're just gonna put it away right now. We'll run top tens all the rest of the year. It don't yeah. matter because it really don't matter. And let's go to the playoffs and let's bring some of this stuff back out. You know, they're gonna get caught again. Oh yeah. Because it's. What they don't catch is what they are going for. <laughs> I feel so, like Chase Elliott is about the one that they always catch. It's like every week starting oh yeah, no at the back. I mean, and they're like whatever. I'm back at, up. I'm back up to third by the time the first stage ends. Yeah. Well, at Phoenix wasn't it Phoenix last yeah, year? Yeah, Phoenix I mean, last year he, he failed. They had to go to the back. 
and was leading by the end of the first stage. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> it don't matter. No, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> it's, it's something else. It's a game, and they're playing it, playing it well. Um, did see that Kyle Larson signed a contract extension. I think I heard three years. Is that what I heard? Through 23. Is what oh, I through saw. 23. Okay. That's okay. what I saw, yeah. That's, okay. So, a two-more-year contract. Um, but what that contract also included, which seems pretty cool to me, is the car is 100% funded, HendrickCars.com, which is fine. And and, and people kind of come out, oh, well, Rick Hendrick is going to pay for it. Rick kind of come out and said, look, HendrickCars.com has a marketing department. We have to market as well. And this is where we want to spend our advertising dollars at. You well, know? did you see how much percentages yeah, in was, sales? Hendrick yeah. Car- I mean, I don't know if that's, I don't know if, if that's because of Kyle, but it's whatever. But it's like up tremendously. Well, he said it, it, a lot of his GMs for the stores came forward and was like, that. that is, that's car that we want to be on. Right. That we want that on. And um so that's pretty cool to see. But what is really cool about it, uh, beyond that is and I I, I think this is kinda unprecedented, I guess you say. In his contract for NASCAR added things in, sponsorship in for his sprint car and late model yep. stuff. Yep. He was on the uh he was on the Cardo door this past week. Yeah. So um that is really cool. And you know, that goes to show you right there that he's not going to try to limit him. He's going to do whatever. No. Um, you know, so, and speaking of Kyle, um, the Kings rolled this past week. I think he disintegrated the car in the first <laughs> Pretty one. much. Um, they worked on it. They put it back together. They didn't go to a backup, and nope. he went and won the second $175,000 Kings roll, man. And he has been wearing his crown proudly. I don't blame him. I would, too. Dude, I swear, man, this is unreal, but. Um, but yeah, hats off to them guys and hats off to the sponsorship deal. Didn't really, I didn't really have a concern of that. I no. really didn't feel like Rick Hendrick was going to let him go no matter what, unless it come out. I mean, even if it had to come out of his own pocket, I didn't think it would matter, but, um, I really felt like the sponsorship stuff would kind of ease off at some point and it is starting to, I know Valvoline's on pretty good and, yeah. um, you know, a few other ones, but, uh, so yeah, it's cool, man, for sure. And, um. Aren't they in the break now? Isn't this just yeah, we got two three week, week, three weeks, three weeks off. So no cup races for three weeks. You get to watch Olympics. At the Olympics, that's going to be exciting. So let's yeah. hope there'll be some dirt racing going on while. Oh yes. Off. Oh yes. No doubt. We got the ultimates down here. Something in two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah. Right. Trying to talk Derek and him into coming. Maybe that. I did. I, I talked to him last night about it. Maybe, Maybe that might do that. I'm like, I know your car is fast there because I saw it. That's right. <laughs> you it weren't in fast. it, but I saw it. It was fast for four laps. <laughs> for four laps, it was fast. <laughs> you weren't in the car, but it was fast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But uh, anyway, man, that was really cool and a uh, good fun weekend and glad we could get up there. Yep, for sure. Hopefully, uh, got some more, more races coming up. Seasons are getting... On the back half of them, I'm not gonna say winding down yet. They're just getting on the back half of them. Um, Lucas stuff, uh, even World Outlaws, kind of on the back half of that stuff. So, see what's gonna happen. Even though I think this year is one of the years, and maybe it was the craziness of last year that kind of started this. But 
the championships in those series aren't just aren't that exciting to me right now. The big races, say like nobody. Eldora stuff like that, have been super exciting. Watching um, Brandon Overton go win crazy amounts of money and stuff like that. But there's literally like four or five guys that are committed to the World Outlaws now. I mean, in about the same amount, maybe a few more that are committed to Lucas Oil. Right. And I just, I think there's too many big races out there for these guys to steady commit to yeah, I mean, 10 and $15,000 races. Well, nobody's really following that. I mean, not spectator-wise. I mean, it don't really matter what series it is, if you flash twenty, thirty, forty thousand dollars around or advertise that there's gonna be a thirty thousand dollar race that's within two, three hours of you, we go into it. Yeah. I mean that's just I think know. these I, I, I've always liked just uh like the Schaefer's old summer nationals. Yeah. I've yeah. liked those little series like that. Yeah, those are cool for sure. Yeah, there's you know, a bunch of races during the week. There might be a bunch of races but it's in a short amount of time. Right. Those those are always cool. So I don't know. I don't know. It's just it's different for some reason. I I I think last year's break in action, I guess, kind of started a bunch of that because all of a sudden these tracks came back. Everybody was paying good money. Yeah, it's just the it's the it's the money and the unsanctioned stuff that I mean you can't blame them for not wanting to commit because there may be three or four really good paying World of Outlaw races and. Five or six really good Lucas Oil races. Yeah. Why commit? I mean, you know, I, I agree with that. I do. So, um, but, and it's, and it's, and it's also confusing when you go to a Lucas race and there's 10 guys that, 20 guys that normally run World of Outlaws, or you go to a World of Outlaw race and there's 20 guys that normally run Lucas. I mean, it's, that's more confusing too, trying to figure out, okay, who's, committed to yeah. run who's not committed because last i looked there ain't many committed to world of outlaws no i wish they would just combine the series i don't know why they don't and just make more money yeah i i, I wish they would i really wish they would um nah, it'd be a lot better in my opinion but that's for another day yeah but anyway guys uh real quick uh speaking of series and some money paying out i racing the Chicken Bone Alley Summer Shootout. Um, we have a car list up that we're. I'm gonna tell y'all a little bit of rules real quick that we we're gonna come up with here. Uh, it starts August third. Gonna be racing on Tuesday nights, eight o'clock. The servers will open on iRacing, and uh, we are paying out a thousand dollars to the champion of the series eight races. So uh, uh, we got a car list up now. What we're going to do, we're going to do this a little bit different than we did uh, our winter series, I guess we'll say. We'll do it a little different. We've got set uh, the dates in which each car will run. We've got that set. I'm going to put that out on, on social media. Um, I probably can pull it up real quick if anybody wants to hear it. Uh, let's see. We are going to run. First week will be asphalt late model stocks. Second week, dirt 
358 modifieds. Third week, back to asphalt, running the ARCA car. Uh, fourth week, be back to dirt on the UMP modified. Uh, week five will be the 87 cup car on asphalt. Uh, week six, 410 sprint cars on dirt. Week seven, this will be the final asphalt race, will be the truck series. And week eight, to crown our champion, we will be running dirt super late models. Now, the difference in what this is this is going to be this year is we got all the cars set which week they're running. We don't have the track set in, in which week they're running. We will be drawing it out of a hat or a cup or something. Something. <laughs> We'll go live here while we're recording the shows, and uh, we'll draw which track we're going to. So uh, we'll have a dirt side, a dirt nine, and then an asphalt nine. Um, it's gonna be a little different. Gonna be kind of fun. Oh, it is. It definitely is, man. It's gonna be cool, and I like the I like the drive the, the car lineup. I do. It's gonna be it's gonna be pretty neat. It's not gonna make any difference for me. <laughs> because I'm going to get killed regardless. But uh, I think it'll be a pretty good, make for a pretty good series and a pretty good uh, show and, and something, you know, all those cars, cars drive a little differently and, you know, not really, we picking it up a little bit from running, you know, all short track stuff last year. Um, you know, really don't know what we're going to run yet. Yeah, there's probably, I mean, there are going to be some short tracks, obviously, dirt. There's going to be short, short tracks in it. Well, it's not going to be just all just, you know, we run a lot of legend stuff right. this year. And street stocks, and, you know, we we, we getting away from that some now. So it'll be, it'll be interesting, man. It's going to be a pretty good deal, I think. Yeah, it, it definitely is. Um, uh, I don't know if we're going to put any, uh, we hadn't, I don't know. We might put every asphalt track in there, for, uh, or we might, you know, limit it down to what tracks we're going to put in there. But there's going to be up to uh, probably mile tracks in there, maybe mile and a half tracks in there, maybe. But I don't think we're going to run no uh, D-shaped mile, cookie cutter tracks. No. I don't like them. No. So we'll figure it out. We'll get it all figured out here real soon, because that starts August the 3rd, guys. It will be broadcast live on Soak Tires Broadcasting. Um, we really, 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 really want to thank EMFR Performance, along with Grease Monkey Mooresville, for coming on, being our presenting sponsor for this iRacing series. Uh, we couldn't have done it without these guys, couldn't have put near as much money up without these guys coming on. Uh, so we greatly appreciate Earl Ramey over there emfr performance and carl wilford at grease monkey mooresville coming on helping us out there also palmetto machine and fabrication coming on again um sri performance coming on again uh our buddies over at blood eagle racing podcast uh kale and tyler over there they helping us out some too uh we Really appreciate them guys and our buddies running the GNCC quad BS racing coming on, helping us out. I think this covers them. 
Yes, sir. Yeah, we do appreciate it. So we appreciate much. all you guys helping us out this year on the uh, on the series, and it's going to be a ton of fun. Yeah, no doubt. Looking forward to it. Um, Get signed up if you haven't. We're limiting to forty five spots. Got some heavy hitters in there already. Very. That's what kind of <laughs> makes me say. Um, if I don't, if I'm not able to buy tires that week, I don't feel too bad because <laughs> probably ain't gonna win it no way. <laughs> Just run these old ones, get my start money. <laughs> Just gonna get my start money here. <laughs> How much you get for for finishing 45th and the... probably not too good. Okay, that's good. Good to know. <laughs> do you do like a cancel out like the worst two races or anything we'll, like that? We'll send you a thank you card. All right, I appreciate it. <laughs> I don't know how you gonna finish forty fifth because I probably gonna finish forty fifth. No, we'll tie. <laughs> that would be some jump, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. As always, we'd like to thank uh, SRI Performance Stock Car Steel and Aluminum, our buddy Randy Keen, RK Motorsports Consulting, Earl Ramey at Earl Ramey Racing Engines, and EMFR Performance uh, coming on helping us out. Uh, also, guys, as always. Forward bite apparel, y'all go check them out. Um, it, it's 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 still summertime, but it's gonna be wintertime here for too long. So, it, but that means time to start Christmas shopping. Christmas so get, time. I'm, I'm already starting Christmas, but you can't get no better uh, Christmas presents for a race fan other than forward bite apparel. No sir. So y'all go check them out. Start shopping on there, and uh, there's links to all their pages on our. Uh, website, which is chickenbonealleypodcast.com. You can see all our shows on there. Um, you can link, got links to everybody that is associated with us and check out a lot of cool pictures and all that stuff on our website. Also, checkered the race hub. It is social media that is now, you know, it's, it's getting, on into age here, and it's, it's, it's growing. Yes, sir, it is. So it is the social media for racing. We ain't worried about Aunt Sally's cat, dog, niece, nephew, nothing like that, unless they're racing. Yeah. That's the only time we worry about them. I'm sorry. I hate to be like that, but we just like racing. <laughs> we go on Checker. That's what we want to see. Yeah. So uh, you guys get signed up on Checker today and check it out. Anyway, what else you got? I think that's going to do it, man. I'm going to go get ready to go to a softball game here and hopefully my legs don't give out on me like they did the other day. Ooh. Legs don't fail me now. Hey, kidding. You got to stretch now. When you get 35, you got to stretch. <laughs> you got to stretch good. I mean, good. you got to stretch real good. So, uh, so yeah, I'm, uh, I'm going to go do that and uh, see what happens, man. Well, 10-4, well, guys, we will be uh, checking y'all out here soon. Later. Later.